Elliot Auerbacher is with us live via telephone. Many of you are likely familiar with the fact at this point that there are people going around Israel grilling for the IDF, literally providing tremendous sustenance, much-needed nourishment, and a tremendous boost of morale to soldiers around the country. What separates Elliot and his um, outfit from so many others is that they've been doing this way before October the 7th. But you could imagine, since everything uh, since everything happened on Simchus Torah, grilling for IDF has had to step up their operation tremendously. But they walked in with a tremendous amount of of experience. Elliot Auerbacher, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's great to be back. You're in the United States now, right? Uh, I was actually here for a couple of weeks doing some fundraising. Uh, the first million dollars that we raised was uh, totally organic without any fundraising efforts, uh, mostly of checks of 18 and 36 and $54. Um, and, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you're looking at it, um, we've done since October the 8th, um, over a hundred thousand meals compare that with 11,000 meals during our first three years of doing barbecues. And, uh, we've burned through about 75% of the money we raised and, uh, they sent me overseas to go raise some more money. So that's what I'm doing here. Uh, by the way, let me mention because this is a this is one of our featured uh, projects. Frankly, on the NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed page, those of you who want to give to Elliot's efforts, he, his staff, his volunteers, all the people that are uh, going around Israel grilling for the soldiers, go to GrillingForIsrael.com. There's a big donate button at the top of the page. Use it. Grillingforisrael.com. By the way, when we were in, we, when we were in Israel, we, we've seen a whole bunch of people who are um, you know joining groups who are going around the country barbecuing. Are you, are you enjoying some volunteer support from outside the country? So we've gotten groups from Hafter and Halb and uh, Fifth Avenue Synagogue and uh, Lincoln Square and schools and shuls from. LA and from Atlanta and from Texas and from all over the world. They're calling us. They're coming out with us. They're grilling with us. They're seeing how their dollars are, are affecting the soldiers in a positive way. They are also coming with us to feed some of the displaced families from the South and from the North. And, uh, um, all of it is a uh, really special and, uh, something that we're offering, you know, to our volunteers and the people who are donating to us and all of those things is, uh, you can actually come out with us on a barbecue and see how your dollars are moving the needle in our direction of adding chizuk and morale and just just a show of love from overseas, from Jews around the world to the guys who are in the front line who are putting their lives on the line. It's almost an embarrassing thing that they're thanking us for coming out there and doing it. <laughs> and a real thank you goes to them yeah. for putting their lives on the line to protect us and uh, protect our way of life. Hey, you don't have to convince us. We know how important your effort is as uh, as much as it's, you know, all about the uh, the, the food and the um, and being there in, a, in such a physical sustenance way for our soldiers. But it's a tremendous morale boost and an amazing way to say thank you. Elliot Auerbacher is with us. So how long does it take to train a volunteer to make a good burger or steak? 
Uh, we don't let the uh, volunteers at the first time walk up to the barbecue. We, let, we, just, we give them a spoon and let them serve the food. Um, they have to they have to prove themselves at the barbecue in order to uh, to be able to to take a spatula and actually uh, cook the food. It's it's food. It's pretty important to us. Uh, I want to give you a, just a quick something that somebody said to me in Los Angeles last week. I was complaining to him that it took us a couple thousand years for us to get our Medina back. And now we're fighting for our survival. And isn't it sad that our country doesn't have the money for all of the helmets and the vests and all of the different things and even basics like food and, you know, sometimes water that we shipped out. And he said to me, it's actually the exact opposite. He said that Hashem runs the world and Hashem is giving an opportunity to Jews everywhere in the world to be a part of this. Yeah. I agree and with I that. said, wow, what a great way to look at it. And, um, you know, so we're, we're not looking, you know, for anybody to do anything except uh, be a part of us and uh, join us and uh, help us do what we're doing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. We've, we've, we've read about plenty of armies in history that have starved or have frozen, and uh, we're doing everything in our power. I hope we're doing everything in our power. We're certainly making the effort to make sure neither of those things happen and that our troops are taken care of physically. All right, so what's the preference of an Israeli soldier? Is it, uh, is it um, rare? Is it medium rare? Is it uh, well done? What's the preference of the average Israeli soldier? The average Israeli soldier, it's a little bit past burnt. <laughs> really? That's how they like it? <laughs> uh, the majority of Israeli soldiers did not, did not grow up eating meat. Um, steak is not something that's more than a decade into Israel. Um, and they didn't really know how to cook steak. So they really ate meat very well done. It's only the couple of, uh, you know, imports, the, uh, the Olim, the Americans, the Canadians, the South Africans who ask you for a rare steak, uh, cause they know that how meat is supposed to be eaten. But right. in general in Israel, they, they, they really do like it a little bit, uh, a little bit burned. You know, what's funny is I, I really thought that I was dreaming about the whole availability thing when it comes to meat, but you're confirming it for us. And until a few years ago, it was not, it was not normal to find what we would call American style steak. And it, it is over like the last 10 years. I don't know how they did it. I don't know who started importing it. I know there are, there are guys in the country making uh, a good living from, you know, uh, on, in terms of distributing it, but it's a big change over the last decade, right? A hundred percent. When I got to Israel, I used to order meat by the number. You ordered a three or a five or a nine. And I you remember have to, like, that. Look at the chart. I right. remember that. What did those numbers mean? What was it? What was it? A measurement? What was those, it? Those not, they, had, they, had, they had a chart. They keep a chart still on the wall. And the numbers are pointing where on the, on the animal the meat is coming from. Right. But, but Americans are used to ordering a brisket or a skirt steak yeah. or, a, you know, or a rib steak. We, and, don't, we don't know from numbers. And by the way, <laughs> and by the way, you're serving, you're serving a lot of soldiers who grew up in the United States. I mean, they, um, we're serving some, uh, the, the majority obviously are, are, are Israeli. Oh, but come on. You, you have yeah. to, I'm sure you come across North Americans. No. Or everywhere we come yeah. across uh, um, every 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 walk of life from everywhere, and it, it's special sometimes that uh, we find people from our hometowns at a barbecue or yeah. coming out of a vehicle just out of Gaza that you know know somebody that you know, and sure. it, it's, it's even more special. It's even more special when yeah, that happens. It's pretty amazing. Elliot Auerbacher is with us. Look, folks, the bottom line is, you know what's going on here? They're going around the country making barbecues. You could serve up to how many soldiers in a typical night? Uh, we've served over 
4,000 in a day um, at, at barbecues on bases. And when we're talking about serving, you know, pushing the food out to the different bases where we're cooking in one place, we've done over 7,000 in, in a given day. But our, our average day right now is about uh, 1,500 to 2,000 ILM and uh, displaced families. So you're doing in a day sometimes what you used to do in a year. Correct. It's uh, we, We've had to up our game. Uh, we, we do have now, we had 85 volunteers on October 7th. We have over 600 volunteers today. Uh, grillingforisrael.com. We can't recommend it enough. It is a 501c3. Grilling for Israel.com, serving the soldiers of Israel. There are sponsorship opportunities. Obviously, there's a donate button at the top of the page. You can schedule an event, be in touch with Elliot and his folks, and they'll tell you exactly when to be where if you're bringing a group to Israel uh, and, and see what they're doing. And uh, it just it, it, it puts an amazing smile on the face of a, uh, of, of a full soldier, meaning a full stomach, of a full soldier when they're able to uh, you know, get meals like this grilled for them on the spot so what's the most popular item i mean i would assume that it's got to be the burgers right that's what you're making the most of the burgers the burgers are by far the most popular item in fact rabbi Pruzanski from teaneck who made aliyah was at a barbecue last night and i had an event in teaneck and he made me a video and he was talking about how it might be the best burger he's, <laughs> he's definitely the best burger he's had in israel it might be the best burger he's ever had anywhere so <laughs> very <laughs> and nice. it is it is and it is and it is 200 grams so it's it's almost a, a half a pound burger, so it's a real big meat burger. A it, very, it, it, a, it really is good. A very nice wartime endorsement. And do you get buns? I mean, do you have hot dogs and uh, and hamburger buns, or that's uh, that's at a premium in Israel? We don't do hot dogs. We definitely have hamburger buns. That you know that that goes without saying. Uh, we do steaks. We do burgers. We're doing a lot of lamb these days. The soldiers really do like the kevis. Um, something that you could ask your listeners, uh, anybody who's coming to Israel and wants to throw a large container of Montreal steak seasoning in their suitcase for us, it, it is our spice of choice. It does make a big difference on the taste of the meat. Um, that's what so it's, that's what it's, that's, that. what, that's what it's called. <laughs> Montreal steak seasoning. It's McCormick's it's Montreal steak seasoning. It's available on Amazon and Costco and, uh, uh, we do go through quite a bit of that, but it does. It makes a big difference in the taste of the food, and yeah, there are people uh, who we, we do care. We do people, care about the food. There are people who would bring you that. Why not? And what's the condiment sure. of choice among the Israelis? Are they putting onions on top of their burger? Is it ketchup? Is it something else? What are they? What's the condiment of, or the dressing of choice on a burger? Dressing of choice is ketchup mayo combination. They like the mix of the ketchup and the mayo. Interesting. Um, wow. Yeah. Our Israeli colleagues going the ketchup ketchup mayo roots. <laughs> don't don't they know that traditional traditional Americans are who know so much about burgers are really an almost exclusive ketchup route only? Very interesting. I gotta come with you guys. Forget about eating with you guys. I gotta come just to interview the soldiers about the food choices. I I need to know, I need to know what goes into a ketchup mustard combination uh, routine. I need to find out how that started. Was it in their home? Did they study get that in yeshiva or some other place along the way. Did they find it in a foreign country when they went, uh, you know, to travel the world? I need to find out. Well, the ketchup mayo combination—they actually sell it on the shelves. They call it mayo catch, uh, mayo 
something like that. It says combination of the words ketchup and mayo together. Yeah, I've seen and that. And they sell it. They sell it already mixed on the shelf. So uh, I don't know where it came from and how they got to it, but that is their uh, that that is their squeeze of choice on top of the burger. Interesting. So no one slicing onions and putting a whole onion slice on top of their burger. Um, no, I mean, there's, some people do throw coleslaw on top of it. Lettuce, tomatoes. Like I mean, you know, yeah. anything yeah, else. It's, it's that, that's a very, that's a very, that's a very American burger. A lettuce, tomato, onion. You know, that's a very American burger. It's not not an Israeli style burger, and um, you know, they're they're not really used to an American barbecue. I mean, they're right. they're used to much more of wings and hot dogs and things right. like that. Oh, and, the uh, wings! I forgot. Just, the wings must be a big deal. We don't do it. We don't do any chicken at all. I mean, uh, they get enough chicken in the army. We, right. we come with meat and meat and a side of meat, and uh, they like it. They like it a lot, and uh, we always uh, um, end up with um, extra food at the end of the night, and we stop off at all the pillboxes wherever we're going on the way home or the um, the different uh, you know checkpoints. So there, there, are, there are hungry soldiers everywhere, and because there's so many in uniform right now, it's... Uh, it's impossible not to bump into a hungry soldier by accident. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at war. We're at war. No joke. Sometimes when you're in something, you don't realize how serious it is. Uh, but grilling for IDF has uh, has really helped out with this volunteer effort. And as much as we uh, joke about the uh, the need for um, you know barbecues for our soldiers, uh, they are serving an amazing purpose: feeding the soldiers, giving them a big morale boost, and bringing people, volunteers, to visit with them and, and show them how much people around the world really love them. Um, you can participate. You could donate. Uh, you could have an event, uh, sponsor an event, schedule an event. You can uh, see all the possibilities if you go online. Go to grillingforisrael.com, grillingforisrael.com. Help Elliot Auerbacher and his staff, all his volunteers, to make this a, a continued success as long as the soldiers are out there. And uh, we know that's going to be for quite a while. Uh, let's make sure they have uh, what they need and that they have this uh, tremendous boost of morale that grilling for Israel um, and the soldiers gives them. Grillingforisrael.com, be as generous as possible. Elliot, I hope your efforts here in this country are fruitful and that people respond nicely and uh, and continued success. We we admire any group that, that started on October the 8th. But when you have a proven track record because you've been doing this for years, it, it gives you an extra, uh, you know, e even more, I should say, because they have credibility, but even more credibility in our worldwide community. So continued success, and we hope things uh, continue to go well as, uh, as you bring all the um, delicious food and the wonderful morale from around the world to our soldiers in Israel. I mean, thank you very much. A pleasure. More coming up. And it's Thursday. It's Rosh Chodesh. It's JM in the AM.